0: Namaste everyone and thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Purnayu. I'm Shikha, I'm the founder of Purnayu and in this episode we are continuing to delve deeper into the next two yam, that is Asatya and Brahmacharya. In the previous episode we covered the previous two yam, that is Ahimsa and Satya and you can always go and refer to the, that podcast if you want to know about these two yams. Like every podcast, the views and details shared are based on my understanding and experience of the yogic concept and you may or may not agree to them because we all have different experience and perceptions. Now with that out of the way, let's begin by talking about asatya, which means non-stealing. So why do people steal? People steal because they feel they lack something which they want or which someone else has. This is also backed by the unwillingness to accept what they don't have or at least not acknowledge it openly. So stealing becomes the way of taking it away from someone and calling it our own. Stealing is very very different from inspiration. Inspiration is like a matchstick that can light a fire, but stealing is like calling someone else's fire our own. Hence the seeds of stealing or moving away from a there are deeply rooted in greed, want and self-criticism in today's world where there is so much information available and so very easily in the form of ideas plans looks and hence almost everything is copied and so easily and so many of us get away with this too because it is impossible to check everything so let's take a look at the ways in which stealing manifests on and beyond our mat. let's talk about how do we find ourselves stealing on the mat how many times have you robbed yourself of the joy of your practice by copying how someone else is doing a particular posture as you stood there comparing yourself he stole away your joy by fueling your inner critique you see a style of yoga which is extremely popular but for some reason it does not resonate with you because it doesn't have to but you still teach it or you practice it because um, it is cooler or it's the same thing or it's just more money making than everything else in those moments You are not just robbing yourself away from a true connect and style but you are also stealing away the chance of your students or those who practice with you to experience a style to its truest honest potential. Coming late to a class. Keeping yourself unmuted purposely on an online class. Talking loudly or disturbing an offline class. All of these are ways in which we try to seek attention and rob the joy of others practicing with us by causing disturbance. Now let's look at how does stealing or moving away from a manifest off the mat. And these are just a few examples that I'm really talking about. Stealing business plans, presentations, credits. Social media content, etc., 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 stealing is on an all time high. We have been stealing and continue to steal from others shamelessly, sometimes slyly, and many times in the name of inspiration. Apart from this, we also continue to steal away life experiences from ourselves by wanting things to be how we want it want them to be, or how we visualize them to be, rather than allowing them to be what they are. We don't want our situations in life. None of us want. And when we come across one, which we will at any point of our lives, we want to hide away, run away, not experience it. Which means, not only do we not allow ourselves to experience pain and discomfort, but by stealing that experience, we also do not experience joy and happiness relatively and wholeheartedly. Moving away from a satya also finds its roots in the sense of lacking that we have, the sense of being not good enough, the sense of constant comparison. If you all felt gratitude and abundance, then we would never want to steal, isn't it? Hence the practice of gratitude and the practice of abundance creation, the whole process of abundance creation are great, great tools that enable one to practice young. Another tool is to practice self-love and non-comparison. To understand that everyone's life path is different and to build faith in our own life's purpose enables one to look at others appreciatively rather than with jealousy and greed and that strengthens the practice of the satya. Now let's come to brahmacharya. It has often been said that to practice yoga truly you have to abstain yourself sexually. But in the modern material world in the householder's world that we live in and we have no intention of leaving, brahmacharya is more deeply rooted in monogamy and it's rooted in channeling the sexual energy which is the highest form of energy experienced by humans. Channeling this energy in a constructive manner awakens the energy path that lead to higher awakening. Hence, Brahmacharya asks us to make conscious decisions about who we choose to share this energy with exclusively. Also, the whole objective of yoga is to reduce the mental fluctuations. If you have multiple partners, multiple relationships, then you dilute your energy. Your experience is diluted. You share your experience with too many and you create complications that take you away from your yoga. So is more about regulation than assistance. With that, we come to an end to this podcast episode. In the coming episode, we will talk about the last yam, that is Aparigraha. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through Instagram, the ID is Purnayog underscore or write through our website www.poornayoga.com. Much love, health and happiness to all of you. Namaste.